the comments heard on The View from a Pew are those of Mac McCoy and are not necessarily the opinions of his guests, his producer Garth, any one particular denomination or religion, the church lady, Mr. Lemke, Pastor Craig, or anyone else of sound mind and body. Now here is today's The View from a Pew, heard all around the world on YouTube. Just search for The View from a Pew. and thank you for that intro. I am Mac McCoy. My cohort in crime is Theo. And we are on week 55 of the Roman Road, a complete and exacting, exacting, exact history of the Book of Romans uh, through the eyes of Theo and Paul. And uh, Theo is an alumnus of the Dallas Theological Seminary. And tell me today, my friend, What's the big idea? Mac, the big idea of the day for week 55 is sin is not the master of justified believers. Today, Mac, you and I will continue our discussion of what it means to be in Christ, as stated twice in Romans chapter 8, verses 1 through 2. We have been going through 17 things that are true about those who are in Christ. First, let's pray and review. Thank you, Lord, that we can be together today to study the book of Romans. Considering where we are in Christ, may we understand that sin is not our master. Thank you for the gospel, the good news. Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. He rose on the third day according to the scriptures. In that process, he gave us the free gift of salvation through faith only. And now, may everything we say and do be honoring to you. In your name we pray. Amen. So, Mac, for many weeks we've been talking about Romans 8, 1 through 2, which uses the phrase, in Christ twice. Verse 1 says, There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Secondly, in Romans 8, 2, it describes the principle or power, nomos in Greek, called the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, which can overcome the principle or power of sin and death, which Paul said, had imprisoned him back in Romans chapter 7, verse 23. Let's continue our discussion about that by looking at some of the characteristics Romans chapters 5 and 6 say about those who are in Christ. You know, the other day I made the comment that this is the point in the program, and I always think, gosh, I, I'm, I'm going to be... Uh, I'm going to be convicted here of the things I'm not doing very well for Jesus. And I had a lady at church come up to me, uh, I guess it's two weeks now, I forgot to mention it last week, and she said, every time I hear that program and you say that, I think, praise God, there's somebody else but me who needs to get better living within Christ. And I thought, I just give that woman a big hug and kiss because that's how we feel sometimes, but that's why we're doing this study. So take it away, Theo. Well, what a, what a nice story, Mac. 
to relate to how many of us feel often. But what we're doing here is in response to that, we're responding to those feelings with some truth. From Romans 3.24, we know that we are justified, that is, in Christ. What does that mean according to Romans chapters 5 and 6? So the last few weeks we started reviewing 17 truths from Romans chapters 5 and 6 about those of us who are in Christ. Last week we discussed number 13 of 17. According to Romans 6.13, we are yielded to God as his instruments of righteousness. This week we discussed number 14 of 17. According to Romans 6.14, Sin is not our master. So first, let's read Romans 6.14. According to Romans 6.14, For sin shall not be master over you, for you are not under law, but under grace. So, Max, sin is not our master. It used to be when we were the old self. But when we were justified by faith, the old self was figuratively crucified with Christ, according to Romans 6.6. 6. And our new self no longer has sin as its master. This I, is I, God's I, promise I, to us. I have a question there, if I may propose it. So even though Paul says in Romans, in this chapter, that we are slaves to sin— by simply accepting Jesus as our Savior, repenting of those sins that we are aware of and repenting of those that we are not, we are no longer a slave to sin, but we are crucified with Christ. Is that, is that correct? That's absolutely correct, Mac. Right at the beginning of chapter 6 of Romans, he discusses the fact that we have been united with Christ in his death in his crucifixion. But the great part is not only were we united in his crucifixion, but we've also been united with him in his resurrection, figuratively. And that's what the imagery is of water baptism, going down in the water, symbolizing our old self being crucified with Christ and then coming out of the water to new life. What a beautiful image for those of us who have been justified by faith only. And then, and then, as we are indwelt with the Holy Spirit, we find then that God, through the Holy Spirit, is now our new master. We left our old master, sin, under the water. And now, we are learning about what is true of us. Seventeen things now are true of us. Those of us who have come out of the water. This new self. And that's what we've been talking about. It's an amazing, beautiful image. So what does it look like with God as our master? Last week we started talking about how we live with God as our master and not sin as our master. Last week we talked a little bit about our tongues, how our tongue and our language and our word choice, whether we choose to gossip 
or slander. All of these things are part of how we now live with a new master. Let's try another one. With our new master, where are our eyes going? What are we watching? What kind of media? What kind of movies? What books are we reading? What pictures, what magazines are we observing now that God is our master and sin is not? Let me move on to another topic now. I'm still thinking. Go ahead. That's a thinker, isn't it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> that's, a, that's a thinker. Okay, now here's another one. With God as our master, where are our ears going? Now, of course, uh, we want them all to be coming to this show, don't we, Mac? And yes. Listening to, to, uh, to this show every week on Tuesdays. Where are our ears going? What kind of music are we listening to? What kinds of discussions are we getting into with people? Are those discussions things that are honoring to God or not? Those are the kinds of things we need to think about knowing now that we have been set free from the mastery of sin. We're no longer slaves to that. You know, we are it's now mastered by God. It's interesting, Theo, that even before Jesus mugged me, I had a sense of my father, and I was a God guy. And I have never been able to take the Lord's name in vain. Now, that doesn't mean it hasn't slipped out in anger or something like that. But so many people, when you pay attention to what people are saying, so many times it's, it's in every sentence. And you watch the TV and the movies, and it's just ridiculous how often they use it. And that is one of the things that I'm really blessed by, having Christ live within me, because I just can't take his name in vain. And I, when other people do that in front of me, a lot of times they'll say, Oh, Mac, excuse me, I'm sorry. And I said, You didn't offend me. Just remember Jesus heard it. Yeah. Yeah. And it hurts him. Yeah. It hurts him because because his number one commandment to us is to love him with all of our heart and all of our soul. And and how are we treating his holy name when we take it in vain? And I say this with humility to everybody. How how can we have God as our master now have been changed? As, as I said, you know, when we come out of the water, it's also symbolic of like we've gone from being a cucumber to a pickle. We've been pickled, and we'll never be the same again. Because bapti baptizo in Greek means to immerse, and it comes from a time when they use that to describe the process of pickling vegetables. We are cucumbers now. What Does our mouth reflect that? Do our ears listen to things that, that cucumbers I'm sorry, not cucumbers. The pickles should listen to. Yeah, it's it's a it's a great, wonderful challenge for us, as according to Romans eight twenty nine, as we are slowly sanctified or conformed to the image of His Son. Well, what about folks? That's our purpose. Yeah, and I I just want to help 
some people understand. And, and if this isn't the way you think, that's okay. Um, I, if this is the way I feel. I'm not a good enough Christian, but he says I am. He overlooks those character defects and those sins and what I see and what I hear and what I do. And he overlooks them and looks at me and says, I love you. No matter what you say, listen to, or do, it doesn't change my love for you. And that's yeah. the big AM for amen for everybody, I think. So, so let's quote Romans 4, 6 here. Just as David also speaks of the blessing on the person to whom God credits righteousness apart from works. That's it, Mac. He credits it to us, and you've got it forever. Your sins past. Well, thank you, Theo. And thank you again for our sponsors, TheDivineTruthChristian.com. And when you order something from them, you will actually talk to a live person, one of the family members that own the business, to make sure your order is perfect. We thank them for their sponsorship. Divine Truth Christian Store, where you'll find more. Here on The View from a Pew.